What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to just another podcast. I am your host, Andres Van Gieken, and for all intents and purposes today, I am judge, juror, and executioner because today we are introducing fandom battles. We've been leading up to this moment for like six weeks now, and it's finally here, and I am so excited. We're going to be debating two of the biggest franchises in movie history. We already have a lot of aggression in the room, lots of birds being flipped around. This is going to be great. This podcast is probably not going to be PG, so make sure if you have any little ears, just don't have them listen to this one, please. But... Before we get started, I want to say thank you to everyone who has been listening in. Thank you to everyone who participated in the polls today. Your feedback is going to be used for some of the questions. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Let's get into it. The battle is going to be... I got it! <laughs> Don't worry about me, okay? It's my All podcast, right. too. Not today. Oh. Right. Oh. <laughs> we got two teams today. You've already heard some of the voices. It's going to be... Star Wars Woo! versus mm-hmm. Harry Potter. Bring it. And introducing the Harry Potter team first. One of the three members, Mr. Joseph Anderson. Howdy doody. We have talked about him in the podcast before. He is professional fall guys, esportser, e-sportser. Joe Anderson. <laughs> uh, I'll let you plug yourself in later, Joe, but are you excited about everything's going on today? Sure. Yeah, if you want, do you want me to be excited? I want you to be so excited. I'm freaking pumped. Hex, yes, that is what I like to hear. The second member of the Harry Potter team, Jordan, I can't remember your last name. Haft. Jordan Haft, everybody. Jordan Haft, everybody. Jordan. Yes. Are you ready? Are you excited? Hell yeah. Are you going to be feisty? Are you going to fight? What are you going to We're going to hurt some people? No, I'm just going to sit just here mentally. and go, I like Harry Potter. Yes, beautiful. That's what I like to hear. And then the beautiful, the talented... Hayden Patterson, who is not hosting today, but is fighting on behalf of the Potters. Winning on behalf of the Potters. You're going to have to be louder than that, honey. Ah! (laughs) There we go. All right. So. That's how you know it's her. (laughs) When you can't hear her, you know Hayden's talking. All right, all right, all right. So. The Star Wars side. Oh, the best for last, I see. Star Wars side. It's going to be a little uneven. It's three versus two, but it's fine because I am basing... The judgments on your arguments and the way that you can refute the other side's arguments. So, introducing first and foremost, my best friend, all the way from a different state, David Trot. Shit. Atlanta, represent. That was so it's nerdy, me. but yeah. that's, that's, that's really what it's we want me. today. It's, 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 it's me. me. It's me. It's so nerdy. <laughs> right in the middle of a fandom battle. <laughs> David, do you feel do you feel confident in your abilities to argue oh, Star Wars against Harry Potter? Oh, absolutely! All That's day. all I've been doing all day. Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't mean you've done it successfully. <laughs> oh, 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 doing it is the problem. It's been done successfully. All right, good to know. Now your teammate is also a huge nerd. Star Wars fan. <laughs> right. He Nerd. is he is he is holding He's two holding lightsabers two right now, very giddy. I saw that. Sitting in a gaming chair. It is my roommate, my friend, Mr. Hunter Lick. Hunter, are you friend? <laughs> Let's not put labels on the friendships here, okay? Uh, you, yeah, you started, started this. <laughs> Hunter, Hunter, are you ready? Yes. Do you think that you can work alongside David Trott to be able off? to defeat the powers of Joe, Jordan, and Hayden. I mean, one's a Hufflepuff, so she's not even there. <laughs> oh! 
right, we are getting off to a good start. Before <laughs> anyway, hold on. At least he's acknowledging a, a Hogwarts house? house, and there's no like. There's no, like, classification of, like, Star Wars. He went straight to the Harry That's Potter true. That's, That's true. I mean, why are we, why are we justifying like that. That is the prejudice good. I like to hear. I mean, Hufflepuff was a freaking character. Okay, we about. have not started and we're already arguing. So, before we say anything else, before we say anything else, oh my gosh. Oh, that is such a good point. <laughs> All right, all right. We are already getting off track. We are getting off track, and we have not started yet. So before we do this, we haven't. I think we're on track. Some rules. You're all going to be timed, okay? If I say that your time is up and you continue to speak, I am going to completely ignore what you said. What is this? In terms, it's arbitrary because I am the judge. Why do I feel like all of us are just going to smack you with our weapons? Thank you. So. That is literally basically the only rule. I am not going to consider anything you say after I say your time is up. Also, for the sake of the podcast, which I already feel like is going to blow people's ears off, you guys need to talk one at a time, if possible. It would also be great if you pay attention. Please pay attention. The little red light on my on my board is is. Yes, we, we, we are peaking the mic too much, so we just have to make sure that we are not talking over each other as much oh. as possible, which that means that peak. I will call you to speak, and your teammate can help you out, but do not talk over each other if you can avoid it. Please, for the love of God. I'm so now, sorry, but we already broke the that other rule. rule, correct. That was the beginning, which is madness, but that's what it is. Rule, so correct. That's true. Correct. So it, you're right. That's a good point. So the There's other no thing, rules. too. To level the playing field, we are not using any source material other than the movies itself, okay? Mm-hmm. You guys are only allowed to use the eight movies mm-hmm. and uh, the uh, Fantastic Beast movies if you would like to. You're only allowed to use episodes oh. one through nine and the spinoffs if you would like to. You cannot reference the books. I, I will ignore it. You cannot reference the comics and you cannot reference the Clone Wars animated series. All right? Are we all in agreement? Sure. Okay. Okay. I, don't we, I don't think we have a choice. You quite literally don't have a choice. So I, I disagree, but I'll accept it. That We're is totally going to go into Joe's room and record our own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> on All right. what? Just our another, another podcast. Correct. Right. Just <laughs> another, another podcast. <laughs> All right. Now, for the sake of just making this a little easier, because you guys did not come into this prepped whatsoever, with the right. exception of two questions. I have already kind of guided your responses. You just have to be able to argue your point. All right? Now, question one. What? No, this sounds like confirmation bias, but okay. You broke It's not confirmation too. bias. I'm not <laughs> trying to lead you one way or another. They're, they're, not, they're already not paying attention. It's fine. This podcast is ruined. We've been we're cut down to, it. to uh, two versus one. Um. All right. I'm just going to... We're going to have a long pause and silence until everyone's ready. We're going to treat these people like children because I have to. <laughs> Joe said something really funny. We would only tune in. <laughs> okay. We'll tell you after we're done. Question one. Are we ready? Yes. Are we here? Oh, are ready? What's the shittiest house? <laughs> That's minus one. Yes. I will consider that. Who is the better lead protagonist? Luke Skywalker or Harry Potter? For question one, I am going to let the Potterheads go first. Hayden, you can begin to speak. Okay, well, I have an opinion that Luke Skywalker is a whiny little bitch for, like, (laughs) all the movies. Like, he's just whining the entire time. I see no growth. The acting isn't even good. I'm so sorry, Mark Hamill. But it's just not... 
Like, I don't... I don't ever feel a connection to to Luke when I watch the movies because I just don't think he's a compelling protagonist at all. I feel like Han and Leia are more compelling and drive the movie more than Luke does. Um, with that being said, on the flip side, I'm not saying that Harry is the brightest or the greatest person to lead this war that is in his universe because he's also not smart and if you listen to Hermione things would be better but I do feel like you you tend to feel for Harry a lot more throughout it because you 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 witness how you get to see everything through his eyes and you witness like his hardships and his triumphs and everything which I feel like is a lot better easier to relate to than Luke whining all the time um, I also think Danny Radcliffe's acting throughout all of the movies um, is way more convincing than Mark Hamill's is as Luke Skywalker. So. All right, let's <laughs> let the other two members of your team speak before we pass it off Ooh, to Star Wars. Jordan, no, no, you're, you're not the not other on team. This team. <laughs> I mean, you can, you can be on this team. Yeah, you want no, to be on this team? Jordan, what do you have to say in support of Harry Potter? Let's not go into the rebuttal of why Luke is not yeah, better, no, no, but no. let's try, let's talk about supporting first. Okay, okay, so. First of all, Harry Potter, the whole damn series is named after him, okay? You know from before the series even starts. I thought it was called Hogwarts. <laughs> right. Oops. Where are you, Ben? <laughs> Patrick's. Okay, was that, was that your one point? No. No. Well, you There's the series named after. I'm literally going to smack all of you with this thing, and it's heavy. Okay. There's also the fact that he is the chosen one picked out by the main villain of the series, and Luke is just Vader's son. There's no, like, thing of everyone's like, well, you have to lead us. There's nothing like that. He just joins the rebellion when he's like, how old is he? What, like 20? All right, what is it? What is it? It's a point. But Joe, Joe, finish it off before we pass it on. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I will agree. I think, I do think Harry just has, has more growth like Hayden said um cause really like if you think about it he didn't even find out he was magic until 11 can you imagine like as an 11 year old being told like the most like feared villain of all time tried to kill you and you didn't die and you have no idea about it and from, so from this point on people are looking at you like okay this 11 year old kid is like supposed to defeat Voldemort but he's like Dude, I just found out I was a wizard, like, two weeks ago, and you're telling me that <laughs> the entire wizarding world is, like, now dependent on me? And, like, obviously you see he struggles in the early years yeah. of yeah. his time. Because True. he didn't because grow up that. around magic. Yeah. He was, like, he was literally, he lived in a closet. He was yep. abused, yeah. <laughs> For like, 11 years. And you're expecting this kid to just, like, be some magical prodigy? Granted, now once he started to figure out how to actually, like, do magic, it became, like, his abilities were there. He just had to, like, tap into them. Correct. All right, so. those are all good points. All good points. Let's now pass it off to the two idiots who are not paying attention. Uh, <laughs> completely paying attention. I'm 100% paying attention. All right, attention. you almost just opened and the lightsaber on. Go ahead. And first of all, the only growth that Harry Potter shows is through puberty. All right? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> There's no growth. <laughs> He's the same dumbass. All right, before you start arguing against Harry Potter, you have to convince me why Luke is better. Why convince is me better. first. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Luke... It's, Luke does actually show, like, so much growth and everything because he starts off as some dumb kid. But by the end, he's not some dumb kid anymore. He's actually an extremely good Force user. He's a Jedi master in so everything. said the exact same thing that we said. Except about your character. <laughs> nah, bro. 
not looking very good for you. Hunter, let's see if we can help out the cause for Luke here. To help out for why Luke is a better character. I mean, the entire series as a whole now is called the Skywalker Saga. I mean, it's the Skywalker Saga from point A to B because it's all about the Skywalkers, even though we find out later that Ray's not even one. But for Luke, Luke being such a better character than Harry Potter himself is because Luke does have a better story arc in the sense that when Luke was first coming around, he wasn't quite... Like, he wasn't really, didn't know what he was supposed to do in his life. I mean, Harry Potter from day one, they've already told him what he's supposed to be, what he's supposed to grow up to do. And he already had this basically line set up for him to the end for what he was eventually going to do. We all know he was going to fight Voldemort and things like that. I don't think anyone ever thought that Luke, coming from some shitty planet called Tatooine, was going to ever do anything cool. I mean, and Luke going across this whole journey of trying to find himself and figuring out the Force and things like that. Like, back before we even knew anything about Star Wars, nobody really even knew what any of that stuff was. Now, it's so weird to talk about because all of us know about Star Wars. It's one of the biggest things in the entire world. Um, just And, and Luke, Luke has never had the same amount amount of invincibility that Harry Potter no and, and Harry Potter has just but Harry Potter like in his duels and things like that Harry Potter has never really had any downfalls he's never really had any points where he's actually that weak except the freaking ep movie where he's trying to fight Voldemort getting him out of his mind but here's Luke is over here not knowing anything at all. Alright, 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 right, 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 right. you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys have made some good points. Let's bring it back to Harry Potter's side so they can rebuttal because Hayden is jumping out of her seat to say something. But like his story arc when he's old too. Just That's fine, you your, your time is up. I am ignoring fine. everything you're saying right now. Literally everything you're saying is completely irrelevant. Dumbledore. Alright, Harry Potter. So, the thing... With that I think Luke lacks that Harry Potter has is that Luke's whole character arc, while there is one, it is only moving towards the common like that common goal to defeat Darth Vader and to defeat the the Empire. Whereas Harry, he's not only trying to defeat Voldemort, but he's also going through like life itself. Like he is going through those like prime years of grade school that where everybody is awkward, everybody is discovering themselves, and he's doing that in a world that he was meant to be in but didn't know that he was going to belong there to begin with and he's trying to defeat Voldemort and going through all of these other trials and tribulations it makes him seem more relatable I think than Luke and makes him a better protagonist because you can see yourself in Harry more than you can see yourself in Luke Skywalker Joe? Um, I wanted to just talk about his point about the Skywalker saga I was that was literally that 30 years uh, after yeah. the fact it's like they just decided to do this after all nine movies were released, whereas it was going to be called Harry Potter from the beginning. You knew who the protagonist was. It wasn't like Star Wars was called like... Because it's based off a book. Star Wars. <laughs> Can't reference it. the book. Mm -hmm. Star Wars. That's the story true. of Luke Skywalker. That's, it was A New Hope. No, I don't, I this don't is think... Luke Skywalker's uh, time to shine. Mm -hmm. So. Jordan? I want to add on to that. When you went to go see episode nine, did you say, I'm going to go see episode nine of the Skywalker saga? No. Or of Star <laughs> what does your hat say? But what also, does your hat also, say? Also, we don't have any, also, we don't have any references to ours. You say that we can't reference anything like that. Okay, take away the Harry Potter books entirely. Do you, you know the entire story of Harry Potter from the beginning to end without knowing anything about those books? Wipe them from existence? Did you think it was going to be called Harry Potter from day one? Like, 
Yes. The title of the movie is Harry Potter. What are you asking? I can see it. I can see it being called Harry Potter and everything because it's focusing more on him than Star Wars focuses on Luke. Star Wars focuses way more on the world and lots of different characters and the overarching conflict. Which is not Harry Potter. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. We are talking over each other, Joe. He literally just argued for our point. He said there are more characters that are focused on, whereas the main focus of Harry Potter is Harry Potter, which makes him the better. And he's still a terrible Hold on, hold on, hold on. You also see the entire story through Harry's eyes. You don't see the entire thing through Luke's eyes. You also see through Han and through Leia. And when you're seeing it all through Harry's eyes, you're seeing him grow. You're, like, listening to his inner thoughts. Not just like three other people. Well, no, that's a good point. First person versus third person. You don't see the whole just story just through his eyes. Are the, there's so many characters in Harry Potter. It's not only that's about Harry Potter when you're going through the whole thing. Him. Yeah, but it still focuses on right. Luke Skywalker just as, as much. much. Like literally, there's there's no difference. Han Solo would be like a side character, just like whenever you're seeing Snape and things like that in the background. There are certainly plenty of scenes where it's just Snape or just Dumbledore or things like that. Those characters don't just not exist. It's not like it's only Harry Potter's eyes. If it was, there wouldn't be any of those scenes in the end in episode 8 when, like, Severus is talking episode? to Snape. Not episode, what? Sorry. I'm sorry, the Deathly Hallows Part 2. What do you want okay, me to call it? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before, you guys have, both sides have made really good rebuttals. I have one more. I have, and I'm not considering it right now. I want, you guys have, you guys have, I'm not saying you can't say it, oh, okay. but just, just to guide it, because we're losing it a bit. Both sides have rebuttaled really well. I want you to go back now and convince me why Luke is better or why Harry is better. So tell me how truly why Luke is better than Harry. I want to focus on that. Don't attack Harry. Okay. Praise Luke. I'm, go. I'm, I'm going to attack him a little bit. No, no. But no I'm not going to go. I'm not, Luke, I'm not, I'm not listening to it. Like I'm comparing them. I got to compare them. Okay. Luke is more consequential. Mm-hmm. Everything... Most of the things that happen in Star Wars happen because <laughs> happen because of Luke. And saying like Harry, Harry doesn't actually influence it, like he influences it. But they don't Ah, what am I trying to say? I really <laughs> don't know, you're not helping. Harry me. Is no, the hold on, hold on, happens to Harry. Harry doesn't do the things to Everybody and everything else. Everything happens around Harry. And Harry okay, hold on. Other people. All right, all right. Let, let Hunter. Harry. All right, let Hunter try and help Harry you out of this hole. Let, let Hunter person. try and help you out here. So I think one thing he's trying to get at here is the fact. And as Joe walks away, <laughs> disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing. All right, bring him back. Bring him back. Harry Potter is like literally since the beginning. Harry Potter's been a part of almost this prophecy. This like this whole thing of where Harry's going to grow up, and everyone knows that Harry is going to be the one to defeat the Dark Lord and things like this. I would like everyone to know that Joe Anderson just walked back into the room with an entire gallon of Tampico, <laughs> and is now chugging it. Anyway, Luke Skywalker, but Luke Skywalker was never dedicated, like you said, to even defeat Darth Vader or things like that. Luke barely even knew who Darth Vader was when he first started out. Luke was really just on this planet. Everyone knows like about the Empire, but not many people know anything about Darth Vader himself. I mean, it wasn't even until Empire Strikes Back that Luke found out that he was even his father, that there's even relation between them at all. Luke's never was dedicated to killing this one person. Like, how Harry's so, like, literally from the beginning is told that he's supposed to be going towards the Dark Lord and preparing for this. Luke was never told anything like this. He wasn't, like, pushed in this direction. He went with the Resistance because that's what he believed in. He wanted to fight for the Resistance and to help people get out of this 
uh, empire that was taking over the entire galaxy. He did nothing of it to actually defeat the Emperor or Darth Vader or anything like that. Okay. He literally just did it for people he cared about. You, you so far have been the MVP of your team because <laughs> your thoughts are a little more coherent. Now we're going to pass it back to Harry Potter, and I want to start with you first, Jordan. Okay. D- praise Harry. Don't don't bash on Luke right now. I just want you to give your can I, thoughts. Can I remark to something that David said? Yes, sure. Okay. You said that everything happens because of Luke, and everything happens to Harry. Yeah? R- right. Yes. I mean, it's because of Harry, but it happens to him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> not what you said originally. That's what anyway, I was trying to say. The entire series of Harry Potter would not exist right, if Harry had one. not been marked as the chosen right. one. Yes, yes. He's the chosen one and everything, but he just stands there with the same face in every movie. You can't argue that he has the no, same face yes. all the time. Okay, you he can't argue the face. But, he's, but. He's, everything is happening to him. He's no. not putting he's not moving everything. He's not moving Yes, he is. Things. Okay, okay. No, he's he's not, not, no. All right, hold on, hold on. He's not let, let boy, Harry talk. He's not called the boy let who Harry lived talk. for just sitting there. Okay, movie one, Sorcerer's Stone, right? He actually chooses to go after the stone, mm-hmm. not knowing that Quirrell's already there. He's not like, oh, I gotta, like, go fight him now. He's trying to get the stone out of, like, the goodness of trying to save the Wizarding World, yeah? Movie two, trying to save Jenny, friend's, like, sister. Doesn't want her to die. Goodness of his heart. Movie three. Voldemort's not in that one. I <laughs> trying to save Sirius Black. Yes, he's trying okay. to figure out what happened to his parents. Goblet of Fire takes Cedric's body back to his parents. Yes. Goodness of his heart. Just throughout the whole thing, he's so, doing. So, it. so we're saying that 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 Harry Potter just acts out of the goodness of his heart and also wanting to defeat Voldemort. But, but like that, okay. that also doesn't become something that drives his character until later because mm-hmm. for the first three. Mo- for the first three movies, and for most of the fourth one, Voldemort is not present. You don't yeah. know that he has come back. I mean, like, in Sorcerer's Stone, kind of, but then he's defeated, and then it's more so fighting his memory or fighting his henchmen, like Pete, like Pettigrew and stuff like that. So Voldemort is not really a driving force for Harry's character arc until later. Exactly. Up until that, he is working through the goodness of his heart to try to right the wrongs that have happened because of Voldemort, because of this war that has happened, because of him. And he's trying to discover all this. Because this kid grew up not knowing what happened to his parents, not knowing that he was from the wizarding world. So you go through that with him. And then once Voldemort comes back, everybody is counting on Harry, but everybody's also counting on Dumbledore. They're counting on the Order. They're not trying to put all of this pressure onto a teenager. And Harry's the one that steps forward and says, no, if there's a war, then I want to fight. Okay. Joe? I, I don't have anything to add. I think you've said everything. <laughs> I, I was going to agree with you, so I'm going to give it off to the team who, I'm going to be honest with you, and you're not in the lead right now, but I'm going to give you the last word. You're going to have that last remark to save your butts. You need to redeem yourself because your arguments are kind of... Hunter, please, go. <laughs> <laughs> so I do agree that Harry Potter is going in the direction of the goodness of his heart and things like that. But at the same time, you can never argue that there aren't things being put into place already before Harry was even like this. I mean, when you get towards the final movies and even when you find out some more information, all those scenes and all those past references can't talk. No, no, no. I'm just asking for an example because you're talking very broadly and I would like to see an example if you're, okay, as to so the how example, things have been set into Harry. So some things that have been set into motion already is the fact that Dumbledore and a bunch of other people had already known that Harry 
was marked by the Dark Lord like this, and they knew that he was going to come back. It was already said previously by Dumbledore and other people that the Dark Lord is going to come back. They knew that he wasn't gone for good. It wasn't the fact that they pushed him in these directions specifically. Harry did do things out of the goodness of his heart, but he did always have help. There were always people who always knew that he was going along this direction. I mean, Harry going into the, the... the cave area, whatever, beneath Hogwarts and fighting the Basilisk himself, he still had help with the sword that came out of the, like, Godric or Gryffindor, things like that. And Dumbledore sent down the Falcon to come help him. It's not like these things just randomly appeared. But the sword only appears unless a Gryffindor, a true Gryffindor, needs it. All right, yes. hold on. Now, this, 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 this has become a, <laughs> an argument between two people that have completely ignored Star Wars. Now, remember, I, I appreciate you trying to argue against Harry... But you have not given me enough as to why Luke is better. So I'm going to throw it back to you because he is too not. You're too knowledgeable <laughs> on, on Harry Potter, and I think you're, you're doing. You're not focusing enough on trying I to make focus, Luke the better that guy. Was something that no, but that, no, but I agree. Like I, I, I retained everything you just said. Someone who is very clearly more Star Wars than Harry Potter. No, you didn't let me finish anything that I said about it. No, no, no. But you like, like I this entire time I have not truly been given a lot of substantial evidence as to why Luke is better than Harry. It has been you guys kind of on the ropes fighting off the Harry attack. So I need you to tell me mm-hmm. one last shot why Luke is better. See, it's it's hard to fi- it's it's hard because Luke has had a lot less screen time basically than Harry Potter has had and everything just because that he wasn't the main 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 focus of the movies like Harry Potter was and everything. David, but Luke's arc, he is, he is. It's right, like it's a it's Luke, Luke's arc is still really good and everything. I think especially with his old man uh, becoming an old man and everything and losing oh. his trust in um, in the Force and everything. One, one thing to talk about this too, not talking about Harry Potter at all since this is not a debate, but you want me to focus on that. So Luke himself, Luke does plenty of things just like Harry Potter does out of the kindness of his heart as well. Just due to the right. own like little characteristics of himself. The first thing that he goes out and he finds out about the Force and how the Jedis can use their powers and he finds out that Obi-Wan is still alive and things like this. He's not worried about that. The first thing he's worried about is his parents. He goes back to try to make sure that his parents are safe. Make sure, or not, not even his real parents. Right. But just that his family is safe. When he goes back, they're already dead. Spoiler alert. Besides that, then he goes on this massive journey, not only just to find himself and what this, the Force is, knowing that he is now actually able to use it and that he's one of the rare people in the universe that's able to, to do this, but he, he goes with him to make sure that he can use his abilities to help others in the universe. He doesn't actually do anything because he's selfish where he wants to find out things or he's just getting pushed along a path. There's literally no person has ever been with Luke in that way. Like, Obi-Wan wasn't like Dumbledore. Obi-Wan didn't do anything prior to that. He didn't He didn't set up Anakin, or he didn't set up Luke Skywalker to become this person who was eventually going to defeat his old enemy, who was Anakin, who turned into Darth Vader. Right. He never, ever talked about Darth Vader, really. He kept that a secret the entire time. He never even told him he was his father, things like that, even though he knew. He didn't push him towards anything. He taught him how to become a Jedi, and he taught him the ways of the Force, but he basically just taught it to him to help him move the Force and keep it alive, that whole systematic uh, 
whatever you want to call it, the books and things like that that Ray later on reads and yeah, things like the that. Whole the whole, the whole Jedi. He just went on and continued to save people every day all around the galaxy doing... And, like, that. the, the interesting about, thing about his arc was that as long as he did that, he got hurt so much and everything and lost so much trust in the Jedi Order that he decided to give it all up. And so then you had his old recluse... And also, Luke got life. hurt way more than Harry. Okay, all right. All right, all right. That is going to be it. That is the end of round one. Both sides and then he made himself. really good points. Now, the things that I retained the most that helped either side's case. First with Star Wars. You guys made a really good point that Luke's story arc wasn't really clear up until a few movies later. And he was the main focus of the first few movies. I mean, he perhaps didn't get as much screen time as the titular Harry Potter. But he was ultimately the most consequential of his story. And you're right. We didn't know what was going to happen between him and Darth. I mean, the fact that the I'm your father scene is, is insane. You know, that, that was revolutionary. And nobody expected that. So everybody... Everybody is is really rooting for Luke, and everybody understands that he is doing something really good. Now, that being said, I don't think that Luke did enough. Whereas the other team really argued everything that Harry Potter did for himself, for the franchise as a whole, and what he had to do. Another point that you guys did that I enjoyed that I really agreed with, that really put you on the edge until they had a knockout blow, was the fact that from the beginning, you know what Harry Potter's story is going to be, right? You can right. you can tell from the beginning that he's going to eventually kill Voldemort. It is predictable. There is nothing inherently original behind to- the storyline of Harry Potter. But that does not mean that it was a worse character. So, for that purpose in particular, I'm going to give the point to Harry. Even though I personally... Do not think that either of them are <laughs> the best character in right. either franchise. Right. But, no, not the best. But for like, I know, I know it's hard to argue for Luke, and I know it's hard to argue for Harry. I know he doesn't make it easy. Can I say one thing? Sure. To revoke this a little bit. Oh no. So one difficulty for Star Wars to defend that over Harry Potter is just looking this up. Harry Potter has 540 minutes of screen time. Right. Hi, hi. We understand. We understand the concept. Right. We know that there's a lot of screen. Correct. We know that there's. We know that you guys are on the ropes. And there are, but there are literally only. Three I was not expected to have to argue. That is that we can go off of. That is totally okay. I believe that you guys fought really, really well, and you tried a lot. But well, hardly. He was hardly in Force Awakens. He was, yeah, like no, he, was in, he was in Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. No, he was in he Force was Awakens barely, when they stared at him. Right, that's why I said hardly. Oh, like, yeah, it doesn't not, count. Yeah, 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 I said not The Last Jedi, right. though. No, no, no I'm he absolutely counting Last, Last Jedi. But also, to be the fair, they do make emphasis that he is missing, so it's not like... Correct. Like, so he doesn't yeah. leave the franchise. But not in the movie that you're watching. Anyways, let's keep going. Without either of them, neither franchise happens. nine rounds, yeah. Nine rounds to go. And Luke's screen time is only 133. Thank you. Sit back yeah. in your chair. Yeah, your protagonist, correct? Thank you. <laughs> so, there you go. All right. Wait, what was the, what was the thing that put Harry over the edge? You said there was like a final. You said there would be an. It was something that Jordan did, and now I've lost. But like, so like, Jordan really said something that just was like, 
Yeah, it was yeah. it was it was fantastic. Like that point right there, I was like very nice. Jordan, what very nice, are you? Very nice. Slytherin. Exactly. So it's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She just Damn. Her now, before we continue, I do want to say that everyone in the circle right now has an extreme appreciation for both franchises. So oh, it's not except like, for David. David is ninety ten. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. David is David is almost one hundred percent Star Wars. No, I'm not. I'm not ninety ten. I'm not one hundred percent. But but everybody but here, everybody Wars. here loves both franchises. Oh yes, hell yeah. So now. Good. Here we go. Harry <laughs> <laughs> Potter is good. Round, round two. And I'm going to let Star Wars start first. It's better Since that they are currently <laughs> behind. That round that two. <laughs> Who has the more annoying fan base? <laughs> the most annoying oh. fan base. All right. All right. We don't have a whole useless house. <laughs> All, right. All right. Okay. Hold on. Pause before we start attacking. <laughs> formulate a genuine <laughs> argument. Hunter, go first. So the question is, who has the most annoying fan base? Correct. Because he pushes mm. his glasses up. <laughs> <laughs> With his Star Wars hat and his infinite amount of lightsabers surrounded by him. I want to talk about annoying. <laughs> so in terms of who has the more annoying fan base, I can tell you from experience from going to so many conventions around here for literally both, that Harry Potter sometimes does have a more annoying fan base just in the only sense that everyone who's always been a fan of Star Wars Star Wars has been around since the 19 late 1970s so Star Wars itself is literally been developing over so many years and it's not only our generation but our generation before us that is formulating it around each other so when you're growing up in a household where your parents are actually telling you about Star Wars and things like that it creates kind of like more of a uh, you're more united in what you're actually going for. So when I go to these conventions at Harry Potter, sometimes people are there for whatever reasons. Like, like they're all under their own house, and they're all kind of under their own section. You're a Hufflepuff, and you literally argue so many things that only a Hufflepuff would. Because that's literally... Just decide that you want to be kind and sweet. Okay, all right, hold on, hold on. We, we are not arguing, we're not attacking yeah, say, not the arguing. other members here. Okay, I want you fine. to tell me why the Harry Potter fan base is more annoying. Why Harry Potter fan base is more annoying. So, in my opinion, the Harry Potter, Harry Potter fan base Harry can Porter. be more an- annoying. <laughs> simply because in Harry Potter, there's so many things that they don't, they don't seem to click as much as people that are actually, like, fa- the fan base of Star Wars. Star Wars has always been so united in the way that they do and Harry Potter can be divisive as freaking Joe's given this dumb look over here. <laughs> I think he means like divisive among its own members and everything because like mo- you can have in de- you can have with Star Wars fans you can have so many in-depth conversations about the universe of Star Wars about so many different aspects of Star Wars because the world is so all-encompassing and like the writers of everything like the George Lucas when he created this world actually put a lot of thought into how everything works and everything while if Harry Potter conversations pretty much go to Oh my God! What's your house like? That's that's what, <laughs> what house are you in? Like, there's nothing else really you can talk about there. Like, I don't you, know, I don't know like Harry how, Potter, how deep in conversation you can you can get talk about. There Harry is Potter a world fans. that J.K. Rowling did create, but in my opinion, the world is so heavily focused in the movies. Since we are not talking about the books at all, this is simply the cinematic. In the movies, it is focused on Hogwarts and specifically just Hogwarts. Right. Outside of that, there's barely anything that they talk about. The division right. that you actually like can see in the in the movies and the films, the fan base that is around it, it's not 
the same as an entire universe from different planets from Star Wars. There's so many different things that you can talk about. There's like there's different races, different characters, things All like right, that. Let's 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 not argue scope of the franchises too too much because we have been limiting the majority of the source material from one side of it. Um, let's switch it back to Harry Potter. Joe was ready yeah. to attack for this one, so let's have <laughs> him. Uh, the reason that I think that the Star Wars fan base is more annoying is the amount of times on social media, especially with the new trilogy. While I while I don't necessarily think that Rose was a great character, the attack that the actress got for her involvement was ridiculous. And the same thing happened to Finn. John Boyega got John out of there. John Boyega literally, as soon as his contract ended, called out so many people in the Star Wars fan base for what they were doing. That's because everyone is a fan of Star Wars, even the assholes on this planet. We're not and arguing how big the fan is. Hold on, stop thinking over each other. Stop thinking over each other. Throughout the span of the Harry Potter franchises, did the Harry Potter fan base try to cancel a character you guys didn't have social media. media. Yes, the series ended in 2011. And you didn't they have social media, obviously. Like, right, right. You did. Uh, but like, right, hold on. Stop talking. There was no... Uh, hold on. Uh, 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 uh. Hayden, go ahead. Okay, so here's the thing. First, Star Wars. Y'all's fans are ruthless because not only is there Rose and Finn who had problems with the fans, but then there's also Hayden Christensen, the guy that the kid that played young Anakin, Jar Jar Binks. Even though they are arguably annoying characters, people came after them and were completely ruthless and tore them apart to where those people, a lot of them, don't want to act anymore because that was such a negative experience for them. The only time that the Harry Potter fan base has ever come after somebody like that is coming after J.K. Rowling because she was saying things that were against trans people that were against so many other people that make up the majority of their fan base the where the fan base has stayed intact while disowning the person that wrote it and they have made it their own and also that's the books not the movies so that doesn't come into play here because jk rowling wrote the books not the movies she was she involved pre- with the creation the though movies. yeah she, <clears throat> harry potter <clears throat> harry potter hasn't had hasn't had like the couple of bad movies that but Star all, Wars has had. When you have as big of a Star Wars fan base as you have, and you have those bad movies, like you, you have like two bad movies, you're gonna have all these people like really mad at the cause. Like right, what before, they to before be the you continue, before you continue, movie was bad. Jordan has yeah. not spoken yet, so let's let her get. Let's get her. Let okay. her get a turn. Speaking to the actors thing, I know for a fact that the fans attacked even Daisy Ridley, who played arguably the heroine of the sequel trilogy, they attacked her so much on social media that she deleted everything and just completely wiped herself off of all social media. And then... That's something that... Also, that was... Let her talk. One second. That was also publicized. So, also... (laughs) Do not break my glasses. (laughs) The actor who played Jar Jar Banks. We could go on for hours about that, but I'm just gonna say it got to a point where... This man's mental health was at the center of the earth, and I actually know for a fact that he was considering uh, committing suicide. So, okay, before before it gets too heavy on that, let's switch it back. Let's switch it back to Star Wars. I never even heard that. That's all right. You got to tell me why Harry Potter is more annoying. <laughs> All right. So one of the things that they're arguing too, it's also something that's been publicized like crazy. Now, yes, people have come out and said many things about Star Wars, and I'm sure that even the things that uh, John Boyega has come out across in saying about the Star Wars films, you've literally also just been naming people from the new movies. Now, not saying that the new movies are the only things that are 
what did, what was your did you name one from the old movie who the guy who played Jar Jar who played Jar Jar Binks yes yes Jar Jar Binks was an annoying character that everybody attacked the thing is they George Lucas the, also attacked the child that played young Anakin Skywalker he does not act in films anymore because of the backlash that he received from those movies carry on the, young Anakin Skywalker mm-hmm. in uh, Phantom Menace mm-hmm. yep. okay at, at what year when was this publicized 1999 when the movie came out what? I he was, doubt he, that he was. was he was attacked. He was attacked for sure by his acting. I mean, was it was it any like I could see I could see that happening because it's such a big like it's such a big franchise and everything. And then it's it came a back. Child. Well, well yeah, there's no the there's no why excuse. There no Harry Potter actors that were just like I was. So Maybe no Harry Potter actor has ever movies. come out with that. These are literally things that characters themselves have come out. Not characters, the actors. The actors themselves have come out. John Boyega hated working on the film. Yes, we understand that. And the thing is, it, it's not just from the fan base. We're talking about more annoying fan base. Not the directors. Not anyone who's actually in charge of it. The new people who own it are the is, is Disney. They do own the actual uh, rights to Star Wars now. Mm. And they do have a different directing style than I'm sure than George Lucas or them ever did. George Lucas was not involved in any of the new movies. He literally hardly got any input on it. There's many things that people saying things against him for that. But the Harry Potter fan base as well, I don't... There's nothing that I can say that is publicized about Daniel Radcliffe or Emma Watson or things like that where they hated working on the films. I don't know. Maybe they just didn't talk about it. Maybe they just didn't come out and say anything about that. Now, yes, the whole concept of going against these characters, especially the new character from the new Star Wars movie, getting attacked for who she is and everyone hated her so much, that was terrible. And the Star Wars fan base can be bad about that. But the Harry Potter fan base literally attacks the creator of the the entire universe all the time. The The fact is, is that whatever J.K. Rowling says is canon. There is nothing you can say against that because she is the only person who's, not the only person whose voice matters, but the only person, it is her world. No one else owns that world. No one else can say anything about that world because it's not yours. It's right. not anyone's. That's, that's, it's hers. That's a good point. That's a good point. So J.K. Rowling... What? Yeah. I'm not saying anything against the books. No, you're, you're saying that well, J- it's J.K. Rowling's universe... But that's only books. No, the, the entire I mean, it's still her universe in the movie. It's still her universe in the movie. The entire series is based so heavily off the books. It literally almost goes word for word on so many of the movies. Now, yes, there's a, obviously there's adaptations that the screen directors have taken. But just like any movie that has ever been produced after a book, there's so much heavy source material coming from the actual thing. You can't say anything against J.K. Rowling for that. Now, yes, she came out later and said things like, you know, that Dumbledore is gay. They attacked her for that like absolute crazy. There's so many things. Even in the Cursed Child, which is not a part of the movies. I won't argue that. Cursed Child is not canon. So let's let's switch switch back back to Harry Potter. He's also not arguing for... The star, like Star Wars fan base or anything like that. Just keep, he just keeps talking. Well, look, right, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, hold on, hold on. Let's join speak. Okay, I want to speak to what you said about attacking the actors versus the creator. So, with Star Wars fans attacking the actors, it was because they didn't like their characters. The fans somehow couldn't separate the actors from the characters and just attack them so much that, I mean, I mean, I already said what happened, but. With the creator of Harry Potter attacking her, what I've seen mostly, and this is from my personal experience, is that it is because she is being heavily transphobic and homophobic on Twitter and just attacking these people in the LGBTQ community who feel part of Harry Potter, who feel accepted into this world 
because it's magic. You can do anything you want there, mm -hmm. you know? And it's, it's the fact that she herself is showing her sort of, um, her hatred, essentially, for people in real life who are going through these things, who are transitioning, who aren't being accepted by their families and stuff like that. And Star Wars fans are just attacking actors because they didn't like how their character was written. I feel like that's rooted in the controversy behind the bad movies of Star Wars. Any movie that was in Star Wars per, um, position, like it's coming, it's a, it's an established franchise from the freaking 70s and 80s. Mm -hmm. And then it comes back in the 90s. It already has all these adults that, that want to see it and they're bringing their kids and everything. So you have a very different fan base, just demographic wise there. And so like all these people are going to go see the movie and then it's bad. And it's because of this, that, and, like, they, they're attributing it to this, that, and the other and everything. So, like, yeah, they started attacking them and everything. But Harry Potter hasn't had that same controversy because the movies weren't bad. The first two movies were kids' movies, so it was mostly just kids seeing them. But, like... Hey, remember, we're not supposed to be talking about how the first right, two movies aren't kids' movies. I'm saying, but that's why they didn't receive the same backlash. But like, all, they, all right, all right, hold on, hold on. We're going we're gonna, to we're okay, stop it right here. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, we're going to stop it right here. We're going to stop it right here. But Star Wars attack. Correct. We're going to stop it right here. We're going to stop it right here, and I've made my decision. Okay? Now, listen, that's okay. You are done. This is an extremely controversial question, because I am on the side that... Harry Potter fans are more annoying. This conversation completely spun. Right. I'll Listen, ah, really I, I don't, I don't, I don't want any more input. I don't, I do not want any more input. I do not want any more input. While I agree that Harry Potter fans are more annoying, you did not argue necessarily more than the fact, which I will definitely give to Hunter for saying, that almost every Harry Potter conversation will always start with, oh my God, what house are you in? And then it spins off from that. However, Star Wars fans are not only sometimes annoying, which also, Hunter, you said, your very first line, and I wrote it down because it was very important, said, <laughs> sometimes Harry Potter fans are more annoying. <laughs> that was almost immediately in your first sentence. You were like, sometimes them, but also Star Wars fans. Because okay. all fans can be annoying. Absolutely. Yeah, there absolutely. is no, there is no franchise. There is no franchise that isn't going to have fans that are are, yeah. are stands that are and way too much above and beyond. However, well, one, the fact that you guys, the Star Wars touch. fans, have actively throughout the years attacked the actors. It wasn't a criticism. There's a difference between a criticism. And a literal attack. I have read and I've seen the articles about what happened to Jar Jar. What happened to young Luke. The blatant racism that happened uh, towards John Boyega. The sexism towards Daisy Ridley. Those are things that make Star Wars fans ruthless and annoying. Now, I am also on the side that Harry Potter fans should not attack... Uh, What's her name? J.K. Rowling for things that reference the movies, right? Her whole idea of saying that uh, um, Dumbledore and uh, Grindelwald are gay, I don't think you have any say as to what it is because it is her universe. Okay. Everything she says that is extremely transphobic, you have absolutely every right to attack her for it because that's completely uh, unruly. But it does seem like throughout it all, Harry, Star Wars fans, and maybe it's because they are more passionate about the work itself are a bit more annoying. And not even just in the sense of just being annoying. It's not like 
how Hufflepuffs are annoying. It's just like you're just they're just you're just super super genuinely annoying, but they can also be mean, and that does not extend to either of you because you guys are very respectful fans of both franchises. But there is a huge problem within the Star Wars community and how they treat. Not only the source material, but the people that are in it. There is with that just one thing I can say that not in general, like not attacking anything. Oh, and, and Harry Harry's team is getting the point for that. Just that's <laughs> fine, whatever. Just as a generalization for this too, on both sides. So even though the argument is made, obviously it's uh, valid what they're talking about for everything. One thing to remember too is that the the word fan and fan base is really hard to actually go across as well. When you're looking at things online and when you're actually reading about all the terrible things and horrible things that are going on with actors, things like that, that are said to them, any, sing- any person that has access to the internet can say these things. Any person that is able to write a review or to do any sort of way to contact anyone about these can say them. Whether they're a fan or not, who knows? Maybe they are. Maybe they really do go to all the conventions, things like that, and they're really a heavy, hardcore fan. But whenever I've gone to a convention, and on both sides, Harry Potter and Star Wars, I have never been to a Star Wars convention where anybody has ever literally said terrible things to anyone. I've never been to a Star Wars convention where Rose, who was literally the one of the front and center characters for one of the premieres I went to, she was getting applauded. She was never getting booed or anything off stage. It definitely there's, seems like a lot of the hatred are from keyboard, keyboard warriors who yeah, are never yes. going to show their face. There was yeah. never anything in these actual physical locations of anyone hating these people. Uh, it, one exception, everyone does hate Jar Jar, and that is <laughs> that, that is right. that is pretty <laughs> that is pretty prominent even in the conventions. Uh, it's pretty That's easy to see more than yeah. Okay, but, we are. I totally agree with you. Time is we're, we're running fast on time. I know, I know. It's it's, it's a hard one to to move one on from. Sentence. One sentence. One sentence. sentence. You mentioned that people are going to be disappointed because it's a bad movie. That doesn't excuse attacking the actors who were in it. That's true. I'm saying that the same thing would have happened with Harry Potter if Harry Potter had the bad movies. Harry Potter does have bad movies. I don't think that's any solid ground to stand on. And we're going to move on from it. I'm saying the same thing happened. Round three. Which universe is more immersive? Go ahead, Hayden. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> I personally think that Harry Potter is more immersive, obviously. Shocker. Nah, because I feel like that because because Harry Potter, the whole storyline is following Harry's own personal journey through going going to Hogwarts and going through school. Yes, it's like this overall arc of defeating evil and all of that stuff, but it's also going through life in this school that no one has ever heard of before. You're sorted into a house based on your personality. You have places to go to like Hogsmeade. You go to Hogwarts or Ilvermorny or Bow Battens or Durmstrang, any other house like that or any other school like that. It Because you get to see Harry go through this journey himself, it leads the readers, or not the readers, the viewers to feel like they can go through that journey themselves as well. Harry Potter has not come out with a Harry Potter film, excluding Fantastic Beasts for a second, but they can be in this as well. The Harry Potter movies have not come out with movies in almost a decade, and people are still creating fanfics. They're still creating stuff on TikTok. They're still creating just, they're expanding the entire their imagination through this world because it is so immersive and 
it was already like that before the Wizarding World of Harry Potter became a thing, and people were already expanding the world that way and seeing what their what it would be like through their eyes to see what to be like at Hogwarts. So, okay, that's good points. Thanks. Star Wars. Okay, oh, moving straight to Star Wars. So <laughs> one, so one thing I want to say uh, just at first. So I'll go more direct towards what you're saying and not debate anything on that. So even though Harry Potter is a very expansive area, not even universe, because it's on one area, Earth, the planet, literally Star Wars is so much more expansive in the sense of what it is. Star Wars has created more than one language for their entire universe. When you go to the land over in, you know, in Disney World, it's literally not even in English. It's in their own language, and it's a language that's completely written out and created for them. Uh, Star Wars has so many different planets and things like that and creatures and all, all these things that were created by George Lucas that to compare them to something like Harry Potter is very easy. And even though Harry Potter does have creatures and you know things like that, you're still you're all humans. You're either muggles or you're wizards. There's really nothing in between. Um, uh, maybe there is. I don't think there is. Oh, mudbloods. Uh, mudbloods. Squid, but squid. You're, you're still basically in that same category yeah. of what you are. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not in the universe. And the interesting part is, kind of funny, you know, Harry Potter is on Earth. We all know it's Earth. Um, it's not trying to be anything else. Uh, as far as we're aware, in Star Wars, Earth does not exist. That's I don't true. think Earth does, doesn't even exist. The closest true. thing to Earth in Star Wars is Naboo, probably. I think Earth and does exist because it's, it's in the galaxy in a long, far, far, far away. away. So <laughs> maybe that's, that's a good point. <laughs> it's a long, long, long time ago. ago. But we never see it as a long time but, ago. But the expansiveness of the universe in Star Wars is just so much more because they're just not limited to that same factor and especially since we're arguing the movies themselves the movies really are focused on just hogwarts which itself is basically you see every square inch of the damn castle but it's not expansive great points great points great points um they, there's definitely a lot of, of scenes in hogsmeade and Diagon Alley as well but let's go back to harry potter so he is arguing that Star Wars is more expansive. The question was, which is more immersive? Having a franchise that has less locations gives you more opportunity to fully dive into the Hogwarts, like the, the magical universe. Like you see Diagon Alley, you see Hogwarts, you see Hogsmeade, and you see, like he said, every square inch. I don't know how it gets any less immersive than seeing every single part of the entire place. Whereas Star Wars, you have Tatooine, Naboo, this planet, that planet, that planet, but you only see a chunk of each of those. So yes, there are more places you go to, but collectively you do not get that immersive experience. Like, you're never on one planet long enough to really learn. And yes, you've said that there's lore surrounding it, but you, unless you're like, if you're speaking... You got it. You got if you're it. speaking strictly cinematic, you are never in any of those places long enough to learn the lore of those locations, whereas you know all about Hogwarts Castle. You know every single shop in Hogsmeade. Diagon Alley, you see a very good portion of it. Great points. Well, Go is there, is there, I mean, like, we're comparing, we're comparing something that just happens to humans and people that look like us in places that... We sort of recognize now he, everything. He brought up a good point, to too, though, that the question is immersive, not expansive, right, which right. I thought it was expansive, not immersive. So I got them flipped. All right, that's all right. Hold on. Let's, let's, so to that point, 
Yeah, but like, why is it Star more immersive? Wars, Star Wars is, I mean, like, I'm saying Star Wars is a different thing and everything because we're seeing so many different cultures and races of people and like different factions and they're all doing different things. So, I mean, I guess it's kind of hard to imagine myself as an alien on the planet of Daggett. So, like, I'm trying to, so the question, what do you mean by immersive? Is what I'm asking here. I think it's a pretty simple. Joe, pull up the definition of immersive. Because or immersion. There's so many. There's like there's so many more explanations in Star Wars for the way things work and how every like for about everything. While Harry Potter is very loosey goosey with its magic system. So one thing, like not to interrupt, and all that Harry Potter and everything. All that Harry Potter going just a second. But the thing is that Joe was saying as well. I do agree that, like, yes, immersive, it, it's sometimes better to have just a solid location to actually go off of and and know every area of that. Even though you don't see every single shot in Hogsmeade, you only see a couple of them. But the, only, the, the thing as well to go about here is that I think Star Wars spends enough time in each location to give you enough immersion to tell you what's about it. And a lot of times what George Lucas and the other directors do is they're not trying to immerse you in this area so much that they give you a... A, a direct sense or a literal like a, a stationary vision of what this place is supposed to be they're giving you enough information for you to actually create it yourself and immerse yourself in this area because you don't know what's over those hills on Hoth you don't know what's beyond uh, the waterfalls of Naboo and things like that you, you can you can imagine it and from that central location you can immerse yourself in each planet that you're going to and I think they spend enough time there one thing I can say that they're doing as well is that in Star Wars the only place that they really spend like the same time in is really uh, Luke's house back on Tatooine. It's really the only location that's ever showed multiple times, and I think it's only showed three times. I, I don't think it's more than that. But in the sense of immersion, you do get immersion in Harry Potter, but it's not the same. You Sometimes it's almost too much in the sense that Harry Potter does use a lot of the same locations all the time. I mean, the Great Hall is an amazing and immersive location, but once you've seen it once, it, it sometimes loses a bit of the value that you're, you're trying to immerse yourself in. When it's used so often and in so many it. scenes, it's kind of too much. Okay, it's, let's, it's, let's, 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 let's <laughs> flip it back to Harry Potter, because you guys have been talking a lot, but I, I, I definitely hear what you're I saying. I think the question is, go okay. ahead. <laughs> I don't think it is, because I don't think it is. Let Jordan talk. Okay. The houses. <laughs> what is more immersive than that? People can sort themselves, and if we're just focusing on the movies, just by looking at the houses and just thinking, what traits am I most like? They can sort themselves into houses and imagine themselves as a student at Hogwarts because you see the day-to-day -day life mm -hmm. in this school. And with the houses, you see the other people in it, and you can connect with other fans who are in your house and sort of have this experience together even now what is it like nine years after the last movie came out yeah you can still have this experience of feeling like you could go to hogwarts and you would know where you fit and what you would do and that applies for people who you know don't even live in england we don't live in england and this is in the movies because bobaxons and Durmstrang are both in the movies so we obviously knew there had to be more wizarding schools so anyone from anywhere can be in this Harry Potter universe. That is a yeah. great point. Now I'm going to let you I'm going to let you speak one more time and then I'm going to make my decision because I think I've already decided. I th I think I think that the two are trying to achieve two very different things. 
because George Lucas didn't make that world for us to be like, like, yeah, I'm, I can, I can see myself being an alien on this planet and everything. He made it into, in, in such a way that we would get lost in the world, but not necessarily as ourselves in the same way that J.K. Rowling did when she made a high school for wizards. Like, of course, yeah. it's going to be more relatable. <laughs> yeah, that's to that's a really good point. Like, yeah, like... All right, like, I, I think... Wait, I think wait, 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 one second. Wait, 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 that's why I was so hung up on the word immersive and everything. But I really do think you can go into way more detail with Star Wars and everything and just get lost in their world without sitting there mm-hmm. asking questions, wondering why they're not doing certain things the way that you would do it and everything. Because, like, with with the, with the whole soft power that Harry Potter uses and everything, they just have no limit, no no known right. limits. And that's, wait, that's a good point. And, and I know you've made your right. decision. but just, pick it up. Wrap it up. it up. Wrap it up. Just two more, sen- two more sentences okay. here. I think Harry Potter, like you said, is trying to immerse you in this school, in the houses of what it is. There's a difference between the two, just like David was saying. You're immersing yourself in a school, high school, whatever it is, because there's a whole bunch of years that don't match up. a run-on sentence. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but anyways, the final thing is Harry Potter is immersing you into the actual school and the classifications of the different houses that you are in in that school. Star Wars is trying to immerse you in an entire universe. Whole universe. Trying to immerse you in the sense of what it's like to live in a universe under the imperial rule of someone that you really have no power or authority to do anything against because that's nobody can do anything about Correct. it. I completely agree with you. Okay. I'm giving the point to Star Wars. And I'm going to say okay. this. From the beginning, every single one of you said something that I agreed with but is inherently biased because of the books. The immersion of Harry Potter is strongly reliant on the books, not the movies. I do not feel immersed enough into the movie series. Now, the question also said, which universe is more immersive? And you guys made good points. That Hogwarts isn't necessarily a universe. You're very focused on this one point. You made a great point about even though it is so expansive... They still found time. George Lucas wrote an entire language that people can literally translate. This Arabish, I believe it's what it's called. Arabish. Yeah, Ar- I think that's what I said. Arabish. Arabish, yeah. um, Arabish, potato, I'm, tomato. I'm, 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 um, <laughs> but that, that, that in itself is immersion because you can do that beyond the movies. Where I think Harry Potter's immersiveness is really based a lot in the book because the book is immersive. Like, that book is so incredibly detailed. You guys have said yourselves that the movies sometimes falter in that sense, whereas the Star Wars is the cinematic universe itself. And even though you don't necessarily see Naboo too much, even though Tatooine is nothing but a desert wasteland, you, you can put yourself in that person where you can get lost. And I love the fact that you said that you can get lost in that universe. I thought that was a fantastic point. I love the immersiveness of the houses, I think that's cool, that's really interactive, but the movies are never... I would not look at a movie, at any of the Star Wars, or excuse me, Harry Potter movies, and be like, that is exactly why I think I'm a Gryffindor. I would never do that. That makes sense. I do that because I've taken the Pottermore test, and because I've read up, just because I'm a fan of it, so I know more than the average. Somebody who walks in watching the Harry Potter movies isn't going to be like, yes, I am definitely 
a I'll Gryffindor because I see Neville Longbottom. Like, <laughs> like I, I don't. I'm not gonna relate in that way. And one thing to go along, like, just with your answer here, because I can see Hayden's face going back and forth. Sometimes I actually want to say something to Hayden. In the oh, Harry Potter here. movies, not the books, but specifically the movies, when is anything about Hufflepuff ever really even talked about or mentioned, except for one character who dies? And Ravenclaw. And Ravenclaw. Yeah. I think Ravenclaw is even less than Hufflepuff. No. Cho Chang, Luna more? Lovegood. Okay. Ravenclaw's they're, they're, a little Luna, yeah, Luna's yeah. extremely it's like, important. It's like Gryffindor, so they're in, and then yeah. Ravenclaw. And in, in, the first, <laughs> in the first movie, probably the most immersive of the Quidditch matches, it's Gryffindor versus Slytherin, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, And the is. only other times where Gryffindor ever is against, like, Ravenclaw, or I don't even know if they have one where they're against Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. The one against Hufflepuff yeah. is Prisoner yeah. of Azkaban. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the one where the electricity is going around? Yeah, well, the, the match obviously got canceled because of... Yeah, I still don't understand Quidditch, but it's such a big... Thing. I will I, say that maybe the houses aren't as immersive in the movies as they could be from the books and the other source material. I That's will true. say that what you see in the movies of Diagon Alley and Hogsmeade and Hogwarts is literally a carbon copy of what you can go see in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Universal and or at the all, studio in London or at the studio in London. And that is a great point, right? But, but it's not it is not is not, yeah. not relating the, the to this specific question. Hold on, we're going to stop right here because we are running out of time. This is obviously going to be at least a two or three parter. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Hi, mom. Do you want to say hi to mom? Hi, mom. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at just dot another dot podcast. We're gonna be right back. We're gonna keep rolling <laughs> next episode, tonight. Come but back, you guys Jesus. are gonna have to wait next week till next week to hear part two. Thanks so much for listening. Okay.